Oh, and I'm live, huh? Well, you see, I'm not ready with the music. There we go. A little bit of organizational power on my part. You. Are now about to witness of the awesome man crushing might. Of the UDS Robinson Show, stop it! Hey, welcome, my friends, my friends, to a show that seemingly may be almost sure and never ends. Hey, oh, 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 oh. Oh, so what happened? We, the music got, I touched it, and it got screwed up. Let's see if I can advance it. There we go. Because we, we're about to drop in. There we go. I'm Baba O'Reilly. Baba O'Reilly. Baba O'Reilly. Stigmata. The song is called Intro All of Nothing. A record. Calling of the Just. Still available from Revelation Records. In Huntington Beach, California, where they shoot you to death in a nightclub, or hit your car with a hammer. Go to Revelation Records, look at the little uh, magnifying glass, that's in Revelation, uh, Stigmata, and the record is called Calling It Adjust. Bob is sung as he has every day since 2000, whenever the fight came out now. Could not see so clear, but I'm taking a real good look at you. A real good look at your face. So being paid back and forth, always nothing. All right, all right, to my friends. Uh, I'm not as badly discombobulated as last week. The musical cue got screwed. Because, you know, far be it from me, I don't have the staff. Who was that guy? Some guy just did a, 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 a takeoff on whole Joe game. I so you know, as internet means people send you stuff. That was funny as hell. Yeah, I'm having a problem with the eye again, and I just got a stabbing pain in it. Let me tell you before we get to the commercial. This guy told me the story. Oh my god. Okay, it's a long story. Dude is a, he's a, a friend. He's been written written for me a bunch of times at Ozzy, and uh, story is about his grandmother. And his grandmother never had anything nice to say about anybody. Never. It's like, you know, an ass mouth, right? Nothing nice about anybody. But the father, you know, tried to insulate his kid. Um, airplane, connection is unstable. There we go. Connection, uh, Jepson Airplane, Grateful Dead, so on. Uh, had set it up. So if anything happened, them on the outside chance, he was separated from the mother. If anything happened to him, his kids would be, get taken care of. An insurance policy, life insurance, big deal. Well, he gets murdered, which he wrote about. I think it's called Who Killed My Dad, Who Murdered My Dad, Who Murdered My Father, something like that at Ozzy. 
So uh, he's tracked down the murderer of his father. It was covered up by the SFPD. He says, so that's a side story. Million dollars of insurance. He dies. Well, grandma decides at that point she's not taking care of the kids. No, they're going to take the money. They're going to buy fancy shit for themselves. And if the kids want, they can go live with them. Leading the mother to plunge deeper into poverty. And the subsequent story that he wrote about how his stepfather was actually a bank robber and used to use uh, him and his sister to case the joints. Uh, all all on, on, on Ozzy. Yeah, hey, Mr. B. So, uh, so the grandmother keeps the money. Keeps the money. Kids are dirty, clothes are dirty, showing up to school dirty and hungry, casing banks for the bank robber stepfather. You know, so the story, dude's doing all right now. He's nominated for an Emmy. Coming up. His name is John Kenyon. And if you read his stuff on Ozzy, go to ozy.com and type in his name and it comes up. I'll spell it for you right here. So um, even though it's like it sounds, he's written a piece on Raising Hell, Raised by the Hell's Angels. Anyway, she, you know, uh, uh, connections unstable. All right. You, those dumb shits, what do they know? It goes back, tongue starts to swell. Swell, swell. It swells so bad. Not only does it swell, but it's, it's enlarged. It starts to distend. So it starts to stick out of her mouth. And her tongue starts to dry because, you know, your tongue benefits from saliva glands. If it's outside your mouth, no, 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 no. No. So uh -huh, the tongue dries, and not only that, the forward pressure of the tongue growing pushed her teeth out at 45-degree angles, so she looked like a monster. She had to wrap her face in cloth before she went out so as not to scare children. As well as, you know, so, you know we could amputate your tongue. Old acid mouth didn't want this. The doctors were idiots. They didn't know anything. So the tongue is growing this way. It's going, it's, it's going to fill up. It's going to block the air passages, the food, everything. She's fighting. She's fighting. We'll do it. Finally, the, it, 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 it's, they say, look, this is the only thing we can do to save your life. She's having a hard time breathing. So they amputate her tongue. And I don't know if you've ever looked at the tongue of an animal cut from the body. But your tongue is a pretty substantial organ. It goes way down. You got to, you know. Which is to say, they amputated her tongue and it was still too late. Because at that point now, all the blood starts going down and she's literally drowning in her own blood. Giving her painkillers and then she finds out they're giving her painkillers. She goes, I don't want those. Cut those painkillers out. Or she, whatever. She wrote it on the pad, I think. So she writes this on the pad and they stop giving her painkillers. And that night she dies. All right. So it was a pain that was keeping her alive. Pain was keeping her alive. But I don't think I've ever in my life seen such a one-to-one -one connection between the, the Dante-esque, how you lived your life and how you died and some element of divine retribution working in there. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Anyway, that's, I don't want that to interrupt. I just thought of that story and I, I've been thinking about it all day. And it, the show is, yeah.
karma. Right. That's where we're kind of getting to. So anyway, but let's start like I didn't tell you that story. Let's start the top of the show. Welcome to one, two, three. One, two, three. Version one, two, three of the Eugene S. Robinson uh, uh, show stomper. I am your host, Eugene S. Robinson. Uh, uh, If you want to donate, you can do so at at Pinko, P-I-N-K-O, 95014 at yahoo.com. That is the the PayPal address. Or if you want to go to uh, uh, Patreon, as many of you already do, go to uh, patreon.com slash the Stomper or Stomperville. I can never remember which. Or if you want some, 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 something for your troubles, go to oxbow.merchtable.com. You can buy Oxbow stuff. Commercials are over. As one guy said, hey, uh, hey, Mr. Robinson, some guy DM me, or maybe it was to Twitter. He goes, you know, or maybe it was in the comments of one of the shows. Hey, uh, Mr. Robinson, you, you live in Silicon Valley, right? And, 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 and you don't rent, right? You own, so you 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 act like you're poor, but you probably sit on a pretty hefty piece of real estate. I said, hey, 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 whoa, kid. <laughs> kid, take it easy. It's all relative. It's like that basketball player said, sure, we make a lot, but we spend a lot. <laughs> no, 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 no. Man, they're all degrees. You know, do you know how many billionaires I train with? You know how many billionaires train? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he puts the sign up by the freeway. We'll buy your house. You know how many billionaires train at the Sorrow Academy? By my count, at least two. You know what that means? That means if you're a millionaire, they won't even have you over at their fucking house. <laughs> yeah, three. Ah, Mr. G is here. Mr. G is here. Well, it's it's interesting that Marty G is here, uh, the co-host of the JJB, because the whole show is almost dedicated to him and his constant and continual ribbing of me about killer robots, right? So the first thing I do, I start this article about killer robots. So we're just going to go right into it. So all that other stuff out of the way, because I know he's here. So... So it's a joke. It's become a joke. And I say, look, I don't have to run, you know, I don't have to run uh, the killer robots, extraterrestrial intelligence. And I say, you know, space. He goes, look, I, I don't have to I don't have to run faster than the, the, the bear. I just have to run faster than you. And so he goes, oh, oh so you're concerned about space bears. So I didn't say anything about space bears. And so it becomes a running joke. It's a joke about ah, the killer. So I go, screw it. So some, yeah, hi, graze, graze. Okay, but we're not going to get into that now. we got to toe in the water, right? So they say, look, Eugene, we want you to write this. Uh, <laughs> not quite yet. So we want you to write this piece on, and they, they wanted, what they wanted was a wacky piece on killer robots, right? The wildest, craziest conspiracies on killer robots. And I'm like, well, you know, you know, I'm not going to write 900 words just, Aha, aha, ha, conspiracy theorists. Because to me, they're not theories, they're facts. So I'm not gonna, I don't, uh, you know, I'm not gonna make fun of these people, right? Uh, and, I, and I'll die. <laughs> That's that, easy. Listen, they used to say, I used to tell people I had a Nokia, a top of the line cell phone when I was editor in chief of Code Magazine. 
they gave me this phone. I was like, oh man, this is super thousand dollar phone I got. And I used to talk on the phone like this and I would tell people the inside, it makes the inside of my brain hot. And people go, ah, 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 okay. So I stopped, I use a little headpiece. I don't, I don't like it. This is above me. So I interviewed this guy, Keith Black at UCLA. People start making, uh, Keith Black, they make fun of him. A scientist says, Cell phones cause brain cancer. <laughs> I interviewed this guy, Keith Black. Keith Black is like Harvard Med, award winning. You couldn't get a bigger brain than this guy. So the news, funded by you know the cell phone companies, right away used a veil of laughter to mock this guy into insignificance. And since then, how many people do you know who have come up with brain cancer? I know more people with brain cancer than any other cancers combined. And this is all in the last, what, 10, 15 years, 20 years? Teachers at my kid's school, my boss at Apple, bada bang, bada bang, everybody, brain cancer. Johnny Cochran, what side? Dominant hand side. Why is it dominant hand side? Huh? Because that's where people are holding their fucking phones. So don't tell me Keith Black. So, so the, the idea of jokey, jokey, killer robots. So I put it up on my Facebook page. I say, hey, hey, you know anything about killer robots? Let me know. And so some people contacted me, somebody at Cornell, another, another PhD guy from Cornell who works at, at Facebook in AI, NLP. And I thought that was what? Neuro linguistic programming. The guy just was like, uh, uh, okay, <laughs> natural language program." Uh, programming and uh, you guys if you see my house I can see the outside through the bushes here right so it's, uh, I see forms and figures kind of creeping up on me it makes me nervous so uh, um, um, so this guy didn't want to go on record the Facebook guy but it was okay does it matter that he was Russian hey I, I, he works at Facebook what do I know and okay and so then uh, so two, two guys from Cornell one at Facebook, one at this lab back in in in, uh, in uh, upstate New York at Cornell, and a couple other people. An author, this guy uh, Justin Jock, uh, who's written a couple of books, and he was a conscience of the piece. And uh, and then one guy who actually designs. Uh, let's call him Shane. Well, she's names in the piece Quinlan. And so we get a good roundup. But one of the cats, the guy from uh, the guy from uh, uh, Cornell, sends me a bunch of material which I've been reading through. And it goes back to me, it goes back to this idea that, oh, you can't fix a, you can't fix a basketball game. You, you know, you think, you think 20 people could keep a secret? You don't need 20 people. How many people are on any basketball team? Five. You know, with a back bench, 10, and a coach, and one ref. Michael Franchese, he said it best, I don't have to fix a whole team. One guy. I can fix a quarterback. I can fix a game. One guy. So when we look at we look at robots, the essential question that the guy said that got um, and sorry I can't remember his name. One of you pull up the article now and you you can see his name. Uh, 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 oh, I got my phone. Hold on a second. I'll tell you right away what his name is because the guy was super informative and there's no way I should be forgetting his name outside of uh, elderliness. Okay, so. Uh, uh, the article is called What Do Killer Robots Dream Of? And the guy's name is, uh, uh, where is it? Where is it? Uh, 
Joseph Weber, uh, Elijah Joseph Weber Hahn. Okay. So he says, he says something pretty co compelling. He was like, he starts talking about the uh, uh, human, human Rights Watch, about the campaign to stop killer robots. And he starts talking about things like that, you know, they have not made it into the press, like artificial intelligence. Yes, we've all heard of artificial superintelligence, artificial uh, mobility, um, you know, making like what Boston Dynamics does. And he starts saying, you know, you think that the South China Seas thing, the struggle that the U.S. is having with uh, you know, recognizing sovereign rights over the South China Seas, he gives, that has to do with, well, it's a pissing contest. It's not a pissing contest. That's about the rare earth minerals that are found in the South China Seas that they use in creating some of these robots. So all of the people, you don't have to fix the entire system. Like you have all these well-meaning people. Shane Quinlan, the guy in, in, in let's just say in the Midwest, uh, who's working on, he says he has AI watch him. It's for medical records. Pretty benign. And AI watches him as he processes this whole thing. He builds this kind of edifice of processing medical records. And it learns from him. And it copies what he does. And it picks it up. And then he goes on to the next task. Right? And I said, well, what about malicious intent? He goes, well, conceivably, you know, somebody could, uh, you, you know, uh, pull the wrong records, give you a heavy dose of insulin, and you die. Well, that could happen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay you know what you know that kind of loose talk Galinsky that kind of loose talk really does get you on the list of per people killed by robots that's why I started the story out with the guy's grandma with a tongue she had it coming and you're gonna have it coming so 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 he says you know uh yeah it could happen and then, and then uh, uh, the, the Elijah zigs, and he says, he says, he says, listen, um, the more complicated the system is, the more, the more, the easier it is to suborn. Complicated, suborn. Complicated, suborn. Simple system, hard, right? And, and we've talked about how to get away with murder. The cops will tell you, you stab somebody to death, you don't leave with the knife trailing all this biomass all over the place. You stab the person, you leave the knife there, you walk off into a future of guiltless, regret-free living. Simple system. You know, it's a guy who had, who's stealing money from his boss and gets caught. The boss doesn't send him to jail. He says, look, you just got to put you on a pay schedule. You got to pay me back. The guy kills and dismembers his boss, as just happened in the news, and decides, hey, you know what? Uh, I think uh, I think I need some stuff. I gotta clean this place up. Uh, I'm gonna go buy some cleaning products. Using the guy's own credit card, he goes over, buys rubber gloves, Clorox, cleaning supplies, borax, uh, clean stuff. You, yeah, decapitated and dismembered. And in the midst of it, using a saw to, his, the guy's sister comes to the apartment, he flips out, leaves all this shit there, and then runs out. That was complex, and it's first degree because he is premeditated. That's a Turkish story about the chicken. They steal a chicken. The father says they stole a chicken. The son's gone, Dad, it's just a chicken. And the next day they come back and they take a goat, and then they take the lamb, and they take the cow. And at the end of this long shaggy dog story, all of, the, all of the crops are burnt. All of the livestock is gone. His sisters have been murdered and raped 
and the father is dying and tells his son, you see, a chicken. Yeah, why would he buy balloons after the murder? I, this I don't know. So, but we're getting off track. We're digressing. So he says, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to, they kill a robot. It's a very complex system. Simple systems work, you know, so no matter, even if there's malicious intent, hey, it's not going to carry through, really. Hey, you know, there are problems. <laughs> it's got to, okay, it's got to, that's very dark and very hard, but it was very funny, yeah, nonetheless. Um, so, but I don't want to talk about that murder. I want to talk about the killer robots. So he says the system is, is, is yeah, it, yeah it, it's not, um, yeah, exactly. The spinning ball of death, the blue screen, whatever, you know, we can't, in other words, this is the argument, you can't fix the whole system. There's the singularity, you can't, you can't get, how many killer robots do you need to kill you? You know how I got here today? I got here today inside a killer robot, my car. Well, actually, the car I drove today, the car I drove today was a Chevy. And that car is not a killer robot. That's a Flintstone mobile. The other car, the newer car, that's a killer robot. That car could drive me to jail now. I bought the car. I own the car. But a serious satellite radio has a link in. I got the Wi-Fi. Subaru has a live connection. They're talking to my product. And I'm perfectly happy with it, right? Give me convenience or give me death, Mr. Yahoo Biafra once sang, and it's more true now than ever. So everybody seems to be pacified with this idea that if you have malicious actors, that you that fundamentally the system is not good enough to carry through. Actors and intent will never be combined. And, and like that, let's see if we can get it reconnected. All right. Yep. Okay. It reconnected now. I'm guessing you could hear me. Uh, buses. You know what Stalin said? Sorry about the thing. Stalin had a decision to make. He said, well, I'm going to do like America and, and Henry Ford. I'm going to give people cars. They'll use trains. It took him two seconds to say trains because with 10 guys, I could shut down a whole country that travels on trains. 10 cars is decentralized. I can't control them. Unless they're electric, try not paying your electrical bill. But I'm getting off track here. So, so, uh, and of course, that's a deaf cat making noise. So, um, so, uh, everybody seems to be shrugging their shoulders at this idea of malicious, which is like the idea of you can't fix a game, how many people, but it doesn't have to be, it doesn't, I drove here in, in, in a, well, I had to move a bunch of cars. I, and it, I have a killer robot. My car is a killer robot. And not a especially sophisticated one, but more sophisticated than I am. I can work on the Chevy from 1965. I cannot work on the 2020 Subaru. Can't do it. The extent of my involvement with that car is paying a monthly note on it and putting gas in it. So the system and and we're surrounded. By, and uh, Justin Jock said, we have been creating non-human killing machines as long as we've had a military. The issue is autonomous, using superintelligence that somehow gained consciousness. 
controlling things, couldn't figure out the language. Ah, oops. Uh, oops. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Uh, connections are stable. I've been on public transportation. Prague, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. No, no, no. It was my connection. I don't, I don't know what's happening. I, you see, I got to keep moving the computer closer to the... It's the robots. Closer to the Wi-Fi. I'm just going to leave it off angle here. I mean, you can see me, right? So everybody, and it, and 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 you know, it's like it's much like politics today. There's a whole political strain of of, of what I'm going to call. You don't know that. Ah, climate change. Yeah, you don't know that. Ah, we've done shows on it. Racism. Ah, you don't know what's in the guy's heart. Ah, you don't know. Yeah, why do you know? You don't know. You don't know. Secret weapon. Hitler's got a secret weapon. You know, you know, no, no, he does. He's going to win this war by the end, believe me. So you have all these different little small parts. All I got a wide receiver. I got a special teams guy. I got a kicker. I got a punter. I got I got an AI guy. I got a... Um, I, I, oh, you got to buy a new generator, huh? Yeah, the gang has had to buy a generator. A robotic? Generator. Anyway, so you got the you got special teams, you got wide receiver, you got the wide eyes, you got the eh, and all these different parts. You got the AI guy, you got the artificial super intelligence person, you got people working on chat box, which are these little friendly things that on Facebook, little things that can make the conversation. You have people working on artificial human companions. You got people working at Boston Dynamics on on artificial uh, uh, mobility. Who, the DARPA canceled their contract with Boston Dynamics because they said their robots weren't technical enough. This is the same robot that he showed me in the video from Russia that Elijah, where the robot is autonomously choosing of its own accord to drive a car really fast. Okay, it can only drive in a straight line now. Uh, jump out and with both hands fire downfield at targets. And as I wrote the article originally, I put quotes around targets because what are we talking about? Nobody's shooting at concrete. I mean, you know, for fun, we shoot at concrete. But so, so this whole idea of this could only happen if it, it, it drives me drives me uh, drives me crazy. All right? If if all of the things that happen. Pintos, as somebody mentioned in the comments earlier, if what it's unstable, please wait while we try reconnecting. Ah, this is it's just a hassle, man. Okay, and this seems to argue against the, the validity of, of, of killer robots. That's the audio. Ah, I can't move it any further, closer than that, without actually physically going to the room where the wife, where the router is, which is now the baby's nursery. And we're gonna make a video later on tonight. Thank you all who gave the um, uh, to the registry. Nursery is done. Them have to be before we get Skynet from the Terminator movies. How good does it have to be? It doesn't have to be that good. No. Probably really smart guys. Galinsky here is a lunatic, and he's probably the only one. Um, uh, you know, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'm back. It said I was out again. Galinsky is probably the only one that could program fucking streetlights. You ever think of that? A civil engineer somewhere programmed streetlights. If somebody ran into this room with a gun and gave me a bunch of stuff and said, I want you to program streetlights in a three-block radius from where you are now, I would just have to die. The level of sophistication, a friend of mine, I was at the shooting range, and, 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 and a friend of mine said, you know, the reality of it is any gun you have is way more accurate than you. You are the constant and continual weak link all the time, every time. Yeah, that's it. You're, you're the weak link. You are the weak link. The stupidest guy in the room is making the most dangerous shit able. Please wait while we try reconnecting. Okay, so I guess maybe I'm back now. Sorry about these audio dropouts. Don't know why it's happening. I got everything closed except for this window. It should work. And he said, I'll work on anything except anything that has a military application. Philosophically, I'm not down with it, you know. And the, <laughs> and, 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 the, and the guys at GM were like, oh, okay. And so he worked on super cars before he decided to go into quantum mechanics, get his PhD in quantum mechanics and physics and, uh, and go, go off to France. I've written an article about him too for Ozzy. His name is Scott Walker. But you got to understand, we are, we got the movies Terminator. We've got the movies Matrix, but we are not going to be stopped because we've compartmentalized all this stuff. So nobody feels especially bad. And incrementally, stuff is improved. He designed stuff for cars that's being put, this was back in the 80s, that's being put in place in cars right now. You can go to Ozzy, you can type his name, and it, it comes up. He's a genius. Uh, no, no, not the singer. This one. In other words, behaviors that take into consideration the general benefits of humanity. In other words, we have to bring our technology to heal. But there's nobody's going to do this. Nobody's going to do this. So if, if, I want to, if I want to bring our technology to heal, I have to design a stoplight system for a three-block radius. It's simple enough that I could design it. You know what it would look like? You remember watching those old little rascal shows where Spanky and, and Alfie ropes and, and, and they like pull in the sides and go, stop, go, stop, go. Yeah, that's what it would look like. Maybe if I talked to Galinsky, he would servo motor on it and, and, and a little electric current and it would just turn at an odd side. And I go, servo motor, what's that? And then he says to me, don't worry about it. Oh, ho, ho, ho. they talk about that. They talk about, and this is where it gets sticky because China has signed on to this uh, anti-killer robot thing. They don't, they don't want to use killer robots. But the de design and production of them, they're completely okay with. 30 countries have signed on to this one. Aren't you glad that Portugal is not going to design killer robots? You know who has signed on? The U.S. and Russia. You know who, whose military technology is being jammed on the regular by Russia and China? The U.S. 
Drones are killer robots. They try to they try to give you well hum, humans in the loop. Humans in the loop will make it better. Somehow humans in the loop they will bring ethical behavior to you know. And and reality is that did happen. The Cuban Missile Crisis at uh, one point, not the Cuban, uh, yeah, the Cuban. Nah, what was it? What was it? Was somebody prevented all out nuclear war by just assuming like this information that I'm getting from this machine is incorrect? They're not a thousand nuclear warheads headed toward Moscow. I can't remember whether it was the, the Moscow military guys or the U.S. military guys. I need to do some, a little re- research on that. Who said, look, I'm going to assume this is not happening. And narrowly averted World War III, a nuclear World War III. So humans in a loop did help. You know, suppose, uh, connections unstable, please wait while we try reconnecting. Ah, there we go. And I got a book around here. Where is it? Iron Eagle about Curtis LeMay. They made that movie with Christopher Walken where he played Satan and they were trying to get the, the soul of the evilest. I think it was loosely based on kind of uh, 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 Lieutenant Callie, com- combination of Lieutenant Callie and Curtis, Curtis LeMay. What if you get a guy like that in the system? Or what if you get me on a bad day? Fuck those guys. Man, what did they get me on one of those fuck those guys days? Finally, some good news. Nah, not Devil's Own. Nah, nah. What was that one with Christopher Walken? Says, uh, uh, and he says, uh, Danzig was even in it. Says, I'll, uh, I'll lay you out and fill your mouth with your mother's excrement. <laughs> yeah, well, Christopher Walken is in it for sure. Yeah, prophecy. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, I... Um, so if the system, if the only thing, yeah, that's it, it, is the only thing that keeps us from being enslaved by ethical behavior as exercised by humans, your connection is stable, okay, it's back again, it is um, exercised by humans, out of your mind, we're doomed. We're doomed. And this is what I, I called Marty G, and I was ecstatic. He, his answering machine answered. He wasn't on the phone. And I was like, ah, I've been telling you we're all going to die at the hands of robots. And you denied And now I've been proven right. Um, so it was a good day for me that we're all going to die. <laughs> I mean, and it's not even now they're doing, they're doing robotic surgery from 3,000 miles away. They have COVID. They have the computer. And, and, of course, there's this woman who we found out who's saying, um, uh, um, no, no, he's a dancer, man. He's, he's a dancer. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, you know, it depends on how high in the Upper West Side that you're talking about, right? Because if he got, if he got his ass kicked in Hell's Kitchen in any, after, the, after the 90s, that he's soft as shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but uh, I was thinking about that the other day. Um, yeah, and I, I one as a new father, uh, um, and you know they say woe be. There's a thing in the Bible about uh, uh, woe be tied to those of you who bear children because this is the end times. Da, 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 da. Well, this is my debt to society, and I don't think this is. I'm not enough of an alarmist, uh, you know. And he said one thing that Elijah said. They gave me hope, and I quoted this in the piece. He said, humans, to stay alive, 
Your connection is unstable. Please wait while we try reconnecting. There we go. We, I'm guessing we're reconnecting. You know, my I, I haven't had a single car. No, no, they're not here yet. Not, not, not yet. We're in the last four weeks. We're in those, oh, my God, will it ever happen? Not for me. I feel physically fine. Suicide Kings. Yeah, I, I think I, re- I remember that one as well. That's where they kidnap him, right? Kidnap the mafia guy. Kanye. Look, you know, I don't even like talking about Kanye because it's it's clear the guy's got mental problems and we, it's not it's not funny at this point. But he's a billionaire. So maybe if I suck up to him, I could get some of that cash. So, um, um, yeah, and I was thinking about, as a side note, where I got surrounded by those Puerto Ricans down the Lower East Side back in 81, all with knives. I go, you know, it's really, it's really amazing that, uh, that I didn't get stabbed to death. If they had been Mexican guys, I would have been stabbed to death because Mexicans, uh, the, the, the number of black folks in Mexico is low enough where I still would have been viewed as an other. But the number of black Caribbeans, black Puerto Ricans is high enough that they could, no, they're born. What are you talking about? Come on, keep up, Genghis. Not yet. <laughs> you know, I were angry about friends on, my friends on the roof throwing garbage down below that they could see I didn't know what was going on. These idiot friends of mine were up on the, up on the roof throwing stuff down and calling the Puerto Rican spicks this and spicks that and throwing garbage on them. At the same time, I decided to leave a bee in, in like 3rd Street. Back in 1982 or 83. So I leave the party and I hear this clattering up the stairs. I don't know what it is. And I see guys run up the stairs with knives. I go, got nothing to do with me. So I move to the side and they all surround me. Five guys, like one below, all around me. And they got knives and they're and they're and they're ready to go. And they say something to me in accented English, which I yeah, they could have been Dominican. I don't know. And I I wasn't afraid. I hadn't done anything. And I was like, what? I'm the what? Sorry. And it was the, 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 it was the luck of, of, of ignorance. They could just see that there was not a scintilla of fear. I didn't know what they were doing. I, had nothing, I didn't do anything. And they were like, ah, oh, well, he doesn't know. And they kind of went. If I had if I'd been white, I'd have been stabbed to death immediately. Even if I came with that same kind of sang froid, I would have been, yeah, see, yeah, 80s punk rock was a different deal, bro. So, but anyway, so uh, if we're counting on lack of malicious intent to keep us alive uh, or, or the inability of systems, the, the only thing is humans, and as a father, humans ha- have um, a, a, a desire to survive that machines don't have. Based on every machine that I've ever owned, it, 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 it lives or it doesn't live. And some guys said, you know, dispassionate AI is kind of a curse. You know, these machines don't love you. These represent atoms to them, right? So, hey, you, they don't hate you. You just represent atoms to them, right? So, hey. But this, t- you're trying to figure out... Um, yeah, we could we could program them so that they want to. Well, no, want is it seems to be a human attribute. <laughs> what is that mo- movie? She, the one with uh, 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 Joaquin Phoenix. That was it, or her, or whatever it was. That was actually a really good movie. 
I just saw it. I just saw it, and and I can't remember how it ended. Uh, um, strange. I think they broke up or something. Turns uh, her. Yeah, yeah. I actually enjoyed that. They, they missold that movie. It was cooler. Hey, look what I got on. It was cooler than. Um, it was cooler than than they ever advertised it to be. Yeah, you should see it. It was it was it was worthwhile. So you know, uh, yeah. There's a whole kind of weird conspiracy about Tom Hanks. That Tom Hanks is really not alive anymore. COVID got him. That he's dead. But I'm not going to talk about that here. So how does this connect? How does this connect to 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 the oopsie? The, it connects to the oopsie in that in that malicious intent is is a killer. Now I came into when there was Wednesday's fight, uh, Qatar, Calvin Qatar, and Dan Ige, and then there's a Figueroa and Joseph Benitez. Um, not not must see. I think I had three cares on each card, so that's like twenty five fights, six cares. But I watched the ones I cared about. There was a woman who got her knee her knee ripped out in a knee bar from hell by Lisco, which I, I'm not I'm not I'm not tuning into that because as is well known, my belief is that if you watch an injury, you'll get that injury, which is immaterial now because I'm not doing jujitsu. But it's is player funny. Marty G, his knee is screwed up. Coincidence? Don't know. But um, but the, uh, Figueroa, who I love, I love this guy. Not only is he now, what is he? The the, the well, I can't even whatever weight class. I can't even remember. He's a featherweight champ. But he's a hairstylist and a master sushi chef. <laughs> and when they're interviewing him, what was going through his eyes, you could see that there was like a whole whole panoply of crazy going on behind his eyes. And I like where there's a one-to-one relationship between what those eyes tell you and what's happening in his head that you are not privy to. Now, Kuklinski, the guy who they call the Iceman, you see he got real angry with the uh, with the uh, uh, guy, Bill Moyers, I think, was interviewing him when he said, you know, when you shot those three football players in, in a vehicular kind of dispute that when you were down south, you know, don't you think that was overkill? So they cut him off. They saw his New York plates. They cut the guy off. And, they, you know, these football players jump out with baseball bats, not knowing that they had stopped the contract killer. And the guy just got out of his car and went, boom, 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 shot him off. And then, and then a little bit later in the interview, he was like, see, now there, there you made me real angry. Was, what? Blunted affect is a psychological term for it. His, it was like this the whole time. You couldn't tell he was angry from when he was happy, but you could see it in his eyes. <laughs> that was the only good people. If you're not paying attention to this stuff, you miss it. So Figueroa is talking, and of course, there's a translator involved, and it's a happy moment because they're interviewing him post-win. He's like, oh, Benavides has never been submitted. I wanted to submit him. Yeah, yeah, flyweight. I want to submit him, man, you know. But there's stuff happening. He's got those Lawler, Robbie Lawler eyes where there's all this like stuff happening and you're just seeing like glimmers of it with the eyes. Okay? So I love this guy. I love – there is nothing more human 
than, 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 than the psychopathology, right? But back up a bit, he gets the belt, and the bald one is trying to is trying to put the belt on him. And there's something, there's some problem with the belt. He can't get it on. He's not able to get the belt on. There's something. So the bald one just is like, fuck it, and just kind of drapes it over his shoulder and walks away. And then he realizes he's got the belt and he wants to turn around and recognize recognize the man who gave him the belt. Which is the bald one. And so he says, you know, I don't know how good his English is. I know he had a translator in the, in the thing. You know, I'm not saying he's a killer robot. So he turns around and he, he faces the bald one, shakes his hand, and the bald one kind of looks at him and goes, for those just listening on the radio, I just rubbed his little head, rubbed his little hairstylist head, his little master sushi chef head. Was the intent malicious? I'm not going to give the bald one that credit. But you got to understand that man in front of him, the master sushi chef, the hairstylist, that guy's just a widget to him. Like my friend from so what used to be Soviet Georgia said, you know, it's hard to care about one person and a million people. They're rehabilitating Stalin's image in Georgia right now. Saying, eh, you know, it was the other people around him. It wasn't him. The mind boggles at 50 million dead. 140,000, uh, was it? No, 160, 600,000 dead by, by, from COVID worldwide. And, and, you know, mind boggles. Can't conceive of it. 19,000 people live in my neighborhood. Can't conceive of it. Exactly. Exactly. Never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by stupidity. Stupidity can kill you. Huh? So, so, so you got, you know, I don't, I don't think we're ever, yes, Stalin revision is a real thing. I don't think we're ever going to be comfortable or happy with this MMA thing as long as the Baldwin's still around. The question is, can you have an ethical programmer? As Justin Jock, the, the author who I quote in the article, is speaking about people who are involved in uh, artificial superintelligence, artificial intelligence, or in the case of the bald one, can, can you have an ethical operator? Can we agree on ethics? It's like the Michael Che comedy routine about Black Lives Matter. He goes, we, we can't get, he's, he's, he's very funny, you should type it in Michael Che, Black Lives Matter. I'm not going to do it justice here by talking about it, but he's like, he just kind of keeps repeating, he goes, we can't get to matters. He goes, matters. Yeah, we're not even gonna. You got. We can't even. Can't even get to matters. It's a very Michael Che, who's a tall man, by the way. Then wouldn't know from TV. Actually, met him at Ozzy Fest. To look up at him, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Ethical. Can we agree on what ethics are? And it took me two weeks on an Oxbow tour, as we've discussed on this past show, to talk about why murder. Why murder. <laughs> not killing, but why murder is 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 um, is not good. I, mean, I can't even think of a, a way that's not morally ethically loaded when we talk about murder. We took two weeks to figure out why murder is not. That's it. There's no universe. Can we? I mean, 
we are talking about an ethical actor. Um, yeah, I know. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, that's a, people have come up with clever memes, like, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, the guy said his girlfriend, like, you know, you love this dick. And the girlfriend says, well, actually, I love all dicks. <laughs> you know, it's not, there, there's a, quite a few counter memes to that. Murder bet. Yeah, it took two weeks to figure that out in a very serious way on an Oxbow tour that why murder was bad. It took a long time. It, it happened. All right. So moral agents, moral ethical agents. Could we agree on what those are? We've already agreed that with killer robots, that somehow that that and incompetency are going to be our saving graces. But how, how and we would enjoy MMA a lot more if we had a moral ethical agent. But can we agree on what moral, moral ethical behavior is? It's like pornography. We don't know what it is, but we know what it is when we see it. Right? Now, I've had, I have had people give me a hard time. Why? For, for having, say, for example, for having sex with a woman who is married to somebody else. This is low behavior. It, 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 it's ethically unsound. It's morally retrograde. You are a piece of shit. I disagree. I disagree. I don't, I don't even use any weasel words. Well, uh, you know, she didn't make a promise to me. She made a promise to him. She did to me. You know, well, please wait while we try reconnecting. Uh, well, uh, wait, let me move it closer. What the fuck? Unstable. Am I, I'm guessing I'm back. It's no longer, I, pretty soon I'm going to be sitting in the middle of the floor. Um, yeah, yeah, I never knew she was married. Yeah. I mean, you get, it, it wasn't an act of rape. You know, it, it's one of the reasons I love the Godfather so much is he gets a knock on the window. The bathroom window. He opens the window. The guy says, hey, could you hold this for me? And he goes, okay. He goes with it. I remember I was in high school trying to get through some test. And I was like, oh, oh God, I can't think of it. I go, hey, Rachel, Rachel. Rachel Yuri sat next to me. Hey, Rachel, say, that's the number eight. She's looking at me like, I go, wait, eight, number eight. She's like, and afterwards, she came up to me and says, Eugene, you know what you're trying to do in there? Yeah? She goes, not in a million years. You're better than that. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't think I am. I think you should have helped me. I think morally, ethically, you were bound to help me, a person who you knew and liked who over the system. Clearly, we were never going to agree on that. I think she ended up going to Yale. We can't agree on what moral, ethical behavior. And that's with iRobot, where the robots decide, well, war is bad. San government sanctioned killing is bad. Well, who, who, who enacts this? Well, humans. Well, we can protect you. Doesn't help. <laughs> uh, and now the connection is unstable. Just wait while we try reconnecting. So 
So that means really we can't count on moral ethical systems, moral ethical actors to program these robots so they don't kill us and that we're exposed to malevolent, malicious actors. Okay, all right, this is the thing, uh, this is a digression, but no, I don't need extra drama. Um, But, you know, you have some people who are not there who are not there for drama, right? Who? Well, if, 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 for example, you you might discover that very wealthy uh, uh, women have no intention of actually leaving their husbands, especially if you're broke as a joke. You are just a plaything of the rich. There's no drama. There's no accidental discoveries. There's no leaving the diary open on the husband's face. There's no errant text. There's super capital. There's no drama. You know, maybe the husband is cheating, and I deserve I deserve something too. It's a prerogative of the rich. And I, for one, decided at a certain point, we're never going to be a plaything of the rich again. Hey, hey, yeah, sure. So, so, so moral, ethical agents, um, we can, can't count on those. Malicious, uh, 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 malignant actors, we can count on those. And they, so really the only thing that's saving us, the only thing that's saving us is our inability to create anything perfect. My concern remains. <laughs> uh, my concern remains. We don't need perfect killer robots to kill us. How perfect does a robot have to be to kill us? Moreover, at whose behest? And if I'm the one being killed, I don't care whether it was planned or not. I don't care whether it was Marty Galinsky making all the lights run green from everybody in all directions or whether it was somebody who sent little micro robots to fly up my nose and, uh, and, and make my tongue swell or whatever. Yeah, that's right. You know what? I don't own any AI. The guy I interviewed who worked at Facebook, he doesn't own any AI. Yeah. So I think in the end, when millionaires are a dime a dozen, and even a, a guy sitting in a dirty T-shirt and underwears knows three billionaires, it's pretty clear. It's pretty clear. It's pretty clear where this is going. There is no man in the white hat that's going to save MMA. Figueredo and, and Benavides was a great fight. I picked Figueredo to, to win. He made weight this time, came in at 125. It was masterful. Put Benavides on his ass three times and then decided to choke him out third time into unconscious, unconsciousness. The thing is, I wonder where this guy got, got the time. Oh, uh, not a single one of you wanted me to get rid of the penis poster. In fact, one of you from Germany said he's been looking all over to buy this poster. It would pay an ungodly amount for it. This is the only one I have. Out of all those ones that were put all over Tübingen, which is outside of Stuttgart, 
This is, I th but I think I have one more over at my kid's house because of coronavirus. I haven't been over there. I'll, I'll check it out at some point to see if I can give it to this guy for this ungodly amount of money. Ask. <laughs> You're going to ask for the poster. Hey, man. Well, you know, you know, you never know unless you ask. But ask up against ungodly, uh, ungodly, uh, uh, ungodly amount of money. Ask is always going to lose. Uh, but it was uh, the last, the straw almost was John, both of John Nash's parents. Right? That's not a bad idea. That's not a make it, make it no. But see, the thing about this that's special is the uh, Visions was like the German version of Spin Magazine. Crippled was a record label, and I can't read the third one. I can't read it backwards, and my vision is kind of my eye is messed up. Uh, nah, yeah, I, I got T-shirts with that. I think we got some Joe Rocket. We call him Joe Rocket. I think we got some of his shirts left. You got to be pretty bold to wear them. People, uh, they didn't sell as fast as those hardcore shirts, of which I think all, I still got 10 left. Oh, my leg is dying here. Uh, so the, nobody's going to save us. The only thing, you know, uh, like Neil Young said, Russ never sleeps. That's our only saving grace. Because these robots don't have to be especially sophisticated to kill us. And the billionaires that we have in the Bay Area from, uh, 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 and the wife and I have been taking walks in some of these billionaire neighborhoods. And you got to understand, it's real easy to disengage from reality when you got a house with eight bedrooms, four baths. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, everybody says that, and then I end up with a garage full of T-shirts. You know, but that's I found a new system right now. It goes right from the printer to the people who run the store, people who run the store in Kansas. So I don't even have to touch it. But at some point, then you got to have that uncomfortable conversation with the people in Kansas. They're like, uh, you know, we got a warehouse, and we really need the space, and your shirts haven't sold. If you don't mind me constantly hawking the shirts, then I'll print the shirts because I gotta constantly hawk them to sell them. But I'm getting, I'm getting off, I'm getting off, off track. So after the show runs, I, I'll retweet the robot piece. But I gave you some of the backstory and some of the stuff that didn't go that the the hit the cutting room floor because we tried to keep it. Uh, 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 we tried to keep the 900 words or thereabouts. And of course, the, the raw animal panic that I was feeling writing the piece, I, I did a good job of suppressing that so it didn't really come through. I mean, what he said is what Justin Jock said really struck. We've been inventing non-human non-human methods of killing humans as long as we've had a military to do so. And based on what Russia and China are doing right now, I'm not suggesting we stop. But you got to understand that they're problems. Maybe maybe we'll watch Prophecy tonight. Maybe that's a great. I, I love it. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken getting his ass kicked by a 115 pound Puerto Rican. Or that's that's a bad look. But you know, Walken's a dancer. He's not a fighter. What did he do that got his ass kicked? What did he do? Actually, I what I, I, what is I think the most embarrassing ass kicking 
Well, I wrote about it. I wrote about it when I, I got I got mugged by like 15 guys over by Marcy Projects when I lived in Crown Heights. And they got the littlest guy, uh, 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 they got that littlest guy to, to come and slap me in the face. They're jamming, you know, snowballs with rocks in my face. And if I looked like I was going to hit him, then the biggest guy stepped out. Because what? What? So you had to take it. I was nine years old, but that kind of stuff you decide, that's not going to happen again. That's not going to happen again. Hey, 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 um, Lost Highway is good. I, uh, I got one of these kettleballs around here. Any of you guys do kettleballs? Okay, so this thing where you, you do like a, the, the deadlift and then you do the swing, what muscle group is that supposed to be working? I'm hoping to find out tomorrow. I did 30. 30 with a 35-pounder. Yeah, I know Rollins is in it. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. As well he should be. It's a good movie. I've not seen any. The only Lynch movie that kind of chills me is Wild at Heart. And I just think, it, it, you know, it, it was not his fault. Nicolas Cage uh, uh, destroyed it. The Rollins is shorter than you think. He and I used to be friends. I haven't talked to him since the 80s. Hip flexor, lower back. Really? Hip flexor, lower back. All right. So maybe that's why my left my left hammy is tight, or maybe running with the vest. Anyway, that, so that's it. That's it. That's the end. Of, this is the end of one, two, three. No major thing except for the fact that we're doomed. And the only way, the only way, I got to tell you, honest to God, the only way that I am fighting the system, the only way that I can I can think of to guarantee my existence into the future is to follow some advice that my father gave me. And my father gave me very little advice. But one of the pieces of advice he gave me connected to conspiracy theories. And he said, you know what I got my hands on? One day, apropos of nothing, he told me this. I said, what's that? He said, I got my hands on Richard Nixon's tax returns. Now, my father was a former Air Force intelligence guy. We talked about this in old shows. So I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, the bass playing spy. I don't know what he was doing with Richard Nixon's tax returns, but he had them. And he said, you know, I'm looking at Nixon's tax returns, and uh, I, I came to a couple of conclusions. I go, what's that? He goes, well, first of all, they were really sloppy. Yeah. And yeah, they were hand done. He had stuff scrawled in the margins. He had stuff crossed out and rewritten. It was a mess. I think the guy who had been in public life would, would have, who had secretaries and assistants, would have somebody do it. And then it dawned on me. I go, what's that? He was like, every dot, every tittle of that tax return was intentional. Nixon was too smart of a guy to have done that accidentally. Why? Because it had flex room all over the place. It was like the Kierkegaard book, Human All to Human, or the song by White Zombie, if you don't read. Yeah. 
At that point, you could was it an eight? Was it a six? Was it a nine? I don't know. Don't know. I'll call it the Ballinger effect after a friend of mine. He would say, I'd be agonizing over some papers. He was like, and he would just send that. I go, how did you get to the, you know, register music or something? How'd you do? He goes, simple. If it's right, it'll go through. If it's wrong, they'll tell me what I did wrong and I could do it again. Yeah, exactly. He could have gotten, he did it on purpose to create moral shadows and shades, shading. So following Nixon's dictum here, Tricky Dick's dictum, I'm very inexact about everything. I had an FBI guy once, uh, and I'm not, we don't need to go into why I was taught, that was interrogating me. And he's like trying to pin down my location at one point. And I said, well, I was there. And then he goes, where, did you go? where would you go then? I go, I went there, or maybe I, didn't. I don't remember. He goes, how is it you don't remember? I said, I go lots of places. I'm not a machine. <laughs> that made him angry. <laughs> I don't, what, what do I know? What do I know? You know? I don't know. Sloppy. I create windows of opportunity. And that's the thing. Anytime I competed in martial arts, when I competed in karate, when I came up against a Shotokan guy, I always won. Because Shotokan is like robots, very straight, very angular, right? I was a Kempo guy. Everything was circular. You know, mistakes, there were circles, opportunities. I had a harder time with Kempo guys, Kung Fu guys. Really a hard time with Muay Thai guys. So that's it. That's the only way to save yourselves. Be, I mean, and the thing is, you have to understand to it's like it's like people listen to some guy like Albert Eiler. You know, uh, the, the the free jazz guy. So, oh, man, that shit, shit sucks. It's like he goes, he sounds like he's playing all the wrong notes. You know, if you have a whole piece that's all wrong notes, you got to know that guy's doing that on purpose. And to play all the wrong notes, you have to know what the right ones are. Sort of. You know how many pieces of paper out there have my name spelled Igene? You think I don't know how to spell my name? Maybe you could set up an algorithm that says any name that has E-U-G-E-N-E, that's got six letters and a few E's in it, flag those for me. And the killer robot show up at my house. Well, maybe I call myself Steve one day. Maybe I interpose some numbers, Nixon style. I don't, the data, machines run on data. You got to baffle a data. The only thing that anybody is certain of to any, any specific degree is where my body physically is in time, which is what that FBI guy was trying to. <laughs> Why not? Of course, you realize this is what I was thrown in jail for. <laughs> so, so false information to a police officer, you know, and, and part of that law is knowingly. 
And if I would have, I, I did try to argue this with the judge, you know, knowingly, knowingly. And he goes, when you told him that you were Abraham Lincoln, do you knowingly, ah, you know, I'm an actor, man. Uh, you know, method acting. I was immersed in character. Are you doing a play about Abraham Lincoln? Well, no. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. King, credit you with time served. 18 months of probation. Never darken these halls again. But it's a system that works. I just read a story about a guy who got out of Nazi Germany. Same, uh, actually, it was Fritz Lang. Man's life depends on depends on the merest scrap of information. Merest scrap of information. Machines use this information. They don't like us. They don't hate us. We're just atoms that they need. So if you vouchsafe your physical well-being, oh, he's a great a great director. Who? Uh, Dr. Mabuse. He's done a whole bunch of Dr. Mabuse's. So watch the not the silent German one, but the first German one after that. So you got to read the subtitles. It's on YouTube. Oh my God, it's great. I accidentally showed my kids when they were little, and my middle kid said, Ah, Dad, I had nightmares for five years after that. Oh, it's just a phenomenal idea, and it's largely what got him chased out of Nazi Germany. And see, I haven't mentioned Prometheus at all. Yeah, people keep saying that, but it's uh, a memoir, but that's a joke. So anyway, that's it. That's the killer robot thing. After it, I'm going to retweet out. Uh, yeah, he did. He did the cabinet of Dr. Caligari and Metropolis as well. Um, so I, I'm going to retweet out the, the killer robot thing. And he was using Dr. Mabuse. Interestingly enough, he, he his grandmother was Jewish which is why the Nazis were after him. They weren't going to overlook this, even though she had converted and nobody else's, that, that was enough. And, uh, but Dr. Mabuse, he used to prefigure kind of a, a soul, you know, cult, per, cult of personality guy, he, to presage Hitler. But uh, many would say, of course, Goebbels not being among them, that Dr. Mabuse, of course, could have been a, a cognate, a corollary for Jewish world domination. Whatever. It's a great movie. And it's got the same guy, Loman, Fatty Loman, that director who, uh, uh, that actor was, was also in M and had an interesting life as well because his wife was Jewish and he stayed in Germany. And they said, we'll let you stay and overlook the fact that your wife is Jewish if you do a few things for us, which then ties into that movie, which I cannot fucking find. It's driving me crazy. Mephisto. But I've gone over, I've blabbed too long. Ah, there you go. Arch, <laughs> you're like that guy who shows up uh, right after Oxbow's finished play and, uh, and I put him on the guest list. He's like, ah, I just got here. When do you guys go on? <laughs> yeah, they let him stay a lot. And, and they, they, they um, if you, uh, Werner von Klemperer, Colonel Klink on Hogan's Heroes, his father was Jewish and married to a non-Jewish woman. And he stayed in Germany through the entire war, lived. I mean, it was not comfortable, but, um, you know, like uh, one of those upper echelon Nazis said when, you know, people were like uh, getting noise, like, hey, hey, we all have our favorite Jews. So it was like, I think eventually they would have gotten to them, but they had, you know, not if, uh, 
I uh, we, that's another show in and of itself, which because it seems to indicate that they understood that Jews were indeed human. So how about the blind as well? No, they're really like bacillus, where they're, they're, they're germs or bacteria. We're going to kill them. But, you know, this one is human. Ah, self-serving weirdness. Sea of evil. Loves holiday. Not probably for a while. We're going to do videos for it. And, of course, it's affiance to being able to tour. Right now, they're saying uh, no touring until uh, 2022. Considering it still puts us at under 10 years. Because Thin Black Duke came out in, in uh, 2017. So as long as we get it out by 2027, we are fine. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's the end of the show. That's the end of uh, uh, version one, two, three. I'm your host, Erickson Robbins. <laughs> Erickson Robbins. Uh, um, and uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, Tommy, Tommy LB, I got a whole package here for you, bro. I'm really going to try to get to the post office this week. I'm sorry I've been slack, slack about it, but I'm going to, uh, you know, it's because I got to think the right time. I got to creeped out by the post office with everybody in there breathing, breathing. But anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you Monday afternoon. Carry Don't Care gets go via Twitter, gets put out uh, and bloody elbow. Tuesday, got If the Shoes Fit, and this is the, uh, this is the, uh, a Let It Roll podcast week where we discuss for an act for a dollar you can get uh, insight to, to Nate's Let It Roll podcast where we do the hip hop evolution. This time we're covering Oak Town, which will be a cool, uh, a cool show. So uh, uh, and then uh, God willing, there's a fight next Saturday, um, of which I had uh, three cares on a 15 card fight. I cared about. Three of them. The 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 co-main and the main event, and then the very first fight. For some reason, that's it. All everything in between those, I don't give a shit about. So we'll talk marginally about that. Like we talked, I mean, Hermanson turning uh, uh, Gaslam into a gift, and eh, eh, you know, to be expected. Not that, not newsworthy. The Qatar, who I picked over Ige, not especially newsworthy. A couple of shots in there, you know, the Keezy. There was a, a guy who was a don't care who became a, a physiev, who became a care for his – look him up. His matrix – you could uh, – DNK is his fight. His matrix-like antics where he limboed out of, a, uh, out of a kick. I didn't know the human back could bend like that. I'm going to try that in my personal life, see if it works out. But thanks for listening. And uh, try to make it till next Sunday without dying is when I hope to see you again. Until then, look what you made me do! I tricked you.